Joe Biden wants everybody to wear masks. Kamala Harris and Joe Biden run out before the media can ask them questions, and Donald Trump roasts both of them. We're going to get into all this and more. Welcome to the Joey Saladino Show. I'm your host, Joey Saladino, where we go through everything in the news today and more. Now let's get into this. Comment below if you're glad that Joe Biden has no real power. Now, Joe Biden said that every single American should be wearing a mask when they're outside for the next three months at minimum. Let's watch. Protective equipment and uh, testing capacity and the like. But uh, and uh, I put out a comprehensive plan over the last three months on each of these things. But today I want to talk about one thing very straightforward. Doesn't have anything to do with. First off, this guy's just slurring his, his whole way through this speech. That's one, one thing. Democrats, Republicans, or independents, it has to do with a, a single, simple proposition. Every single American should be wearing a mask when they're outside for the next three months at a minimum. Every governor should mandate. Every governor should mandate mandatory mask wearing. The estimates by the experts. I mean, real quick, this this is Sleepy Joe to a T. I mean, he all what he's saying he could have literally said in ten seconds, and he's been saying for almost a minute now. And he's calling on governors to mandate masks. Listen, Biden, you're you're not in real power. You're not in, in a power position to make demands to what governors should do. And by the way, all the Democrat governors are already doing that. So that's like saying. Um, that's like pretending, for example, this. Uh, do you ever have a dog where your, your dog's just laying around and you're like, yeah, my dog knows tricks. Uh, and the dog's just laying, dog, do nothing. And the dog's just doing nothing because the dog's doing nothing. And you're like, ah, see, look, I told the dog to do nothing and the dog's doing it. That's a joke. That's kind of what Biden's doing. I, uh, all governors should require masks, and, you know. And the de- Democrat governors are already doing that. So it gives Joe Biden that sense of, look, I look what I did. I made everybody wear masks because I told them to, even though the Democrat governors were already doing those tyrannical uh, policies anyway. Star will save over 40 40- thousand lives so he said requiring masks will save over forty thousand lives and i want to know what in what science in what reality in what world will that is that even a reality because are these the same scientists that were telling us masks don't work don't wear masks masks are useless uh what metric of wearing masks would these lives be saved is that the metric of if a vaccine shows up tomorrow is that a metric of slowing the spread over the course of the next two years waiting for a vaccine that 100 percent of the population would have to take what metric is mask going to save lives? Because the whole entire narrative behind masks is wear a mask, slow the spread. And there's in no sense of reality is there wear a mask, um, <laughs> stop the spread. Because if you're slowing the spread, you're not saving one single life. It's like you're slowly stabbing somebody in the chest with a knife. You're eventually going to kill them. It's just going to take longer. In the next three months, 40,000 lives. He said 40,000 lives in the next three months will be saved. That, that would literally be, what, one-fourth or one-third of the total deaths with COVID-19 that we experienced? Listen, those, those two million death numbers are a far cry from reality. The people act responsibly. And uh, it's not about your rights. It's about your responsibilities as an American. The fact is that as Americans... 
I mean, it is it is about our rights. It is 100% about our rights. Because guess what? If you weren't forcing us to wear masks, perhaps we would be wearing masks out of just respect and the, the principles of freedom that allow us to, you know, hey, I want to respect this person's, you know, you know, I want to I want to give people a little bit of respect. They're scared. I'll wear a mask out of respect for them. But when you force us and require us to wear it all the time, 24-7, America was founded on the defiance of government. Just because you're telling us to wear a mask, we're purposely not going to wear a mask. We're purposely going to give you a hard time because you're trying to force us to do something that we might have willingly have done anyways, especially if you were honest with us on everything. But the Democrats, they don't, they believe freedom is deadly. Comment below if you're ready to vote for Trump 2020. Kamala Harris refers to President Trump as the current occupant of the White House and says people should be de- should demand to know when they're going to get a get to be vaccinated. So Kamala Harris is denying that Trump is the president with the words that she's saying. Let's watch the election coming up. Um, ask the current occupant of the White House, when am I going to get vaccinated? When am I actually gonna get back? When am I actually? She sounds like the, the the woman from the show, The Nanny. This oh, it it irks my ears. It makes my ears bleed listening to Kamala Harris. Can you imagine listening to her for at least four to eight years? Oh God, that would be enough for me to leave this country temporarily. Vaccinated, because there may be some grand gestures offered by the current president about a vaccine, but it really doesn't matter until you can answer the question. When am I going to get vaccinated? So again, Joe Biden. Please, please, when am I going to get vaccinated? Please, please stick my body with this serum juice that has been expedited to save lives and nobody knows what's in it and might make me autistic. Please, just inject me, please. I want to know when I can be injected so I can do everything the media and the Democrats tell me to do. It's, it's, it's like, listen. The free market's working on it. The free market's expediting this. There's a lot of companies expediting this stuff, but it, it's almost impossible to say, have a date on when are you going to be vaccinated. There's, so, there's such a long process and steps. And this goes back to how the Democrats believe that the government is the end-all of all of everything, the end-all be-all of everything. They believe the government can just set these arbitrary lines. The government can just say, we're going to magically have a vaccine on this date, and it will show up on everybody's front lawn ready to be vaccinated. It's like, that's not how the world works. And the Democrats think the world works as they, they believe government is God. They, they, that's what they believe. They believe government is God. That's why they ask these questions when they don't fully understand the entire process and system that goes to deliver that vaccine to your front door or to your doctor's office. It's not, it's not a magical serum potion that you can wish in or magically make into existence. These Democrats literally think government is God. It's not. I don't know why the video is country, and, um, and I'm honored to be with you, Joe. Thank you. And then she walks off. Didn't take any questions. Totally walks off. That what a low energy, low enthusiasm. Both Biden and Harris refused to take questions from the press. We'll talk about that later. I guess they didn't get the press questions sent to them via email this time. Honored to be with you, Joe. Thank you. Yeah. So she just walks off, and they're trying to 
get questions like, oh, shuffle, shuffle everybody off. That's what happens when you don't get the press questions uh, sent to you via email ahead of time so you can prepare in the most proper way to be set up for softball questions and answer them the way they need to be answered properly. So they run off the stage. What a low energy first time the presidential nominee and the VP pick um, went on stage together for a press conference. What a low energy, low enthusiasm uh, thing to do. We have more enthusiasm. We have more energy on this podcast than the presidential candidate and the, the VP pick for the Democrat Party. We have more enthusiasm and more energy than these clowns. And any Democrat that says... I saw them tweeting out, hashtag Biden-Harris 2020 landslide. These people, I, I don't even think they believe Biden-Harris stand a chance. And I think they're at the point where they're lying to themselves to make themselves feel good. Oh, yeah, we got this. We're going to win. Yeah, we got the dream team. Oh, yeah, yeah, landslide, landslide. Meanwhile, two months ago, they were autistically screeching at the sky on TikTok saying, don't make me vote for Joe Biden. I don't want. And they're yelling and screaming, I don't want to vote for Joe. They're more enthusiastic to not vote for Joe and they're yelling and screaming screaming at the camera than they are to F Trump. Um, mental illness. These, these people, you know, in this country, uh, we're so prosperous that uh, these idiots are able to succeed and get by in life. Comment below if you think Trump will destroy Biden in this election. Trump slams Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, proposed national-wide mask mandate, and blasts them for not taking questions. Let's watch. Now involved, and so Scott, congratulations, but you'll be working with a lot of governors you've already started, and Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks. If the president has the unilateral power to order every single citizen to cover their face in nearly all instances, what other powers does he have? That's why he refused Biden to take questions. He couldn't answer any of them, couldn't answer the questions. He refuses to take questions. He never takes questions. I take questions. He never takes questions. And you sort of wonder what's going on because they're not that difficult. Some can be nasty, but they're not that difficult. But he never takes questions. So he just, I guess, left. I didn't see it, but I guess he just left the podium. Put it in your minds. My administration has a different approach. We have urged Americans to wear masks. And I emphasized uh, this is a patriotic thing to do. Maybe they're great and maybe they're just good. Maybe they're not so good. But frankly, uh, what do you have to lose? You have nothing to lose. So we do. And we've uh, been saying wear them when it's appropriate, especially in terms of social distancing, if you can't distance enough. And uh what do you have to lose? But again, it's up to the governors, and uh, we want to have... That's the thing. Trump really believes in the state rights. And you know what? Uh, when it comes down to state rights and in, in handling things, at, at what point do we say the states have too much power in handling a particular piece of policy or a particular piece of a crisis? Because as we see all these Democrat states, they're actually running their states into the ground, economic depression, highest... Uh, death rate from COVID-19 in all Democrat states, mainly because of the way they handled the crisis. So at what point uh, do states and governors not 
be allowed to have those rights, especially whenever they think everything that they're doing is breaking the Constitution. At what point does Daddy Trump and the Daddy Federal Government come in and tell Governor Newsom and tell Cuomo, hey, what you guys are doing, every single piece of it is unconstitutional. We're going to have to put you on trial and lock your ass up for breaking the Constitution, killing these 10,000 plus people that you sent into nursing homes and got everybody sick. You know, at what, at what point does the federal government actually step in and actually uh, liberate the people of the state that are being held under tyrannical control? Because these these Democrat governors, they just assumed tyrannical control. They declared themselves emergency power indefinitely. And that emergency power that they declared them literally makes them a monarch. A certain that is unconstitutional, and that is something the federal government needs to crack down on. The federal government, yes, the states should have rights, 100%. I agree. I, I believe that most things should be handled individually at a state level. But it should be the federal government's responsibility to make sure that the states are handling everything constitutionally. And that's not what's happening. That's not what is happening. Freedom. We want to have a certain freedom. That's what we're about. At the same time, we also understand that each state is different and is facing unique circumstances. You have very, very different states facing very unique differences and circumstances. We've entrusted the governors of each state elected by the people to develop and enforce their own mask policies and other policies following guidance from the federal government and CDC. We're working with each state to implement a plan based on the facts and science. We will continue to urge Americans to wear masks when they cannot socially distance, but we do not need to bring the full weight of the federal government down on law-abiding Americans to accomplish this goal. Americans must have their freedoms, and I trust the American people. And their governors very much. I trust the American people and the governors want to... What Trump is pretty much saying to us right now, look at how the Democrats are destroying your states and destroying your cities. And I think the reason why they're not cracking down, at least not yet, definitely after the election, that's when they're going to start cracking down. But at least not right now is because they want to give the Democrats enough rope to hang themselves. They want... Their, what Trump is literally saying right now is we i trust you know the the citizens and the governors or whatever what he's telling us right now is if you're unhappy with your governor be sure to vote your governor out well, he's, that's what he's saying what he's saying is if you don't like this stuff you don't like how your governor's handling this even your mayor's handling what's going on be sure to vote them out because that governor is supposed to be a representation of what you want in that state obviously there's too many stupid people voting democrat that's skewing um the the opinion of which that is the better opinion to <laughs> do the right thing to make the smart decisions and uh Joe doesn't. Joe doesn't. Joe doesn't know too much. Unlike the Biden approach, our approach is guided by science. That's why we're focused on protecting the high-risk Americans. That is why we're delivering effective medical treatments to dramatic... Real quick, that's another thing. Is That's one thing that I haven't seen any focus on in the mainstream media or the Democrats is protecting the high-risk. Why is it that college football players can't play football or um, NFL players or baseball players? Why is there a big deal that these people, the healthiest people in the country, in the world, the most physically fit people in the world, who literally have a 0% chance of dying from coronavirus... Why are they not allowed to do their work? 
when these people are literally zero risk, but people who are high risk, like old people in nursing homes, they're the one, they're not being protect, protected. They were being hurt by, by the government was actually hurting them. If the government actually did nothing, less people would be dead right now. If, if anything, the whole crisis would be completely over by now, like what's going on in Sweden. But Sweden did admit they didn't properly protect their high-risk people, but at the same time, they didn't do lockdowns, and it's over with. But they, they even admitted, because guess what? Uh, Democrats will never admit they're wrong, but I guess Sweden will admit what they're wrong. And they said, yeah, we didn't really treat the high-risk people properly. Um, as, as good as we should have, and that's where they failed, and they acknowledged that. And that should be the number one focus. If all the focus is on quarantining and giving the high-risk people the ability to be quarantined and stay safe until everyone achieves herd immunity, or if even if there is a vaccine, that would actually save lives. And that would be the only solution. The only thing government can do to save lives would be to enact resources to protect the high risk and obviously enact resources to expand gov- uh, expand hospital resources, even though that never ended up becoming a problem. That would be something I would definitely prepare with. If it was up to me, coronavirus hits, I would say, okay, let's get everything ready. Let's gear up for an influx of people into the hospital. We're not going to do lockdowns, but we'll advise social distancing, you know, just just so people can feel safe. We'll say, hey, this makes you high risk. If you have a pre-existing condition and you're over this age, you have, have a risk scale. You know, there's, a, there's a website called virusdeathrate.com, and you just insert your your calculations, and it tells you your chance of dying, and pretty much that will determine your risk rate. And if you're on the low-risk end of the spectrum, yeah, you don't really have to worry too much. But if you're in your late 60s and you have cancer, diabetes, and heart disease, uh, yeah, you're on the high-risk spectrum. So, you know, you should be wearing a mask. You should be keeping your distance. You should be going out as minimal as possible. There you go. Salute the solution. Me, young stud. I can go out there. I can go to the gym. I can do my thing. I don't have to worry about coronavirus. I'm more worried about the flu. I don't have to worry, but old people do. But there's no resources. See, I'm being held to the same standards as somebody who is super high risk. I'm being held to the same standards as, as my grandma, who, if she got it, would have a higher percent, a hundred times maybe a thousand times higher percent chance of dying if she got it than me. But yet we're being held to the same exact standards when it comes to lockdown policy and social distancing and masks. Does not make sense in reality or science whatsoever. Dramatically reduce the fatality rate. And that is why we're developing a vaccine and therapeutics in record time. You'll see that, I think, very soon. Sleepy Joe rejects the scientific approach in favor of locking all Americans in their basements for months on end, which I think is something that Scott would be very opposed to. I think I can speak for you. We've been dealing pretty strongly over the last number of weeks. But he wants them uh, in the basement for months on end. And you have governors that have been very, very strict on keeping people in their houses, keeping people in their uh, wherever they may be apartments and frankly uh, I don't think the results are necessarily better than other results but he wants to shut down our economy close our schools and grind society to a halt and he wants it done by a federal decree this would lead to a crippling long 
long-lasting depression. This would be a crippling, long-lasting depression. And yesterday I showed you how involved... Trump, don't give the left any ideas. That's exactly what they're going for. That's exactly what the Democrats are going for. A crippling, long-term depression. When this election is over, when Trump wins, we're going to see impeachment 2.0. We're going to see impeachment 3.0. First impeachment, mark my words, uh, the first impeachment 2.0 will be impeachment over the coronavirus response. Immediately after Trump wins the election, the very next day, we're going to see impeachment 2.0 be filed. Clip this, mark my words. Then when that fails, we're going to get impeachment 3.0. And then this might be impeachment 4.0. So the Democrats have three avenues to go. I don't know exactly which one will go first. It might be the coronavirus one first, or it might go to the you stole the election with voter fraud and and not funding the USPS. They can go so many directions with impeachment, and they're going to go in every single direction in the hopes that something might finally stick in the Senate. But guess what? None of it's going to stick at all. It's just going to be a bunch of witch hunts because they Trump will be now stuck for four years. You can't vote him out. You would need to have him forcibly removed or... Uh, God forbid something awful happening to him, which obviously we know that they're, they have been trying to do, but Trump's cunning and he knows how to surround himself with the right people. But yeah, I mean, it, it, it's gonna, we're going to be in for a wild ride these next five years. It's going to be very interesting. It's going to be very good, very good for my show. <laughs> if you support my show and want to help support me financially, the left has been actively trying to destroy my life financially. So if you can please join my Patreon, patreon.com slash Joey Salas. A link should be in the description. If you could become a Patreon and contribute any amount, that will go a long way to help me out. Thank you so much.